Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is The Rich Eisen Show. Our number three of The Rich Eisen Show is on the air. Buda Baker was on an hour number one. We're about to have DK Metcalf on the program. I separated the two of them out of respect. Um, if you recall, the two, uh, once upon a time, were involved in a very uh, famous Buda play. <laughs> Man, poor Buddha. And a meme that's lived forever. Remember Patrick Peterson? Peterson. DK Metcalf is so fast. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. Uh, and I saw him, last time I saw him was in Munich. Um, I was heading to the, um, I guess, uh, Bayern Munich, one would say a conference area. There was a bunch of offices there, and they put a conference room off to the side for the NFL Network crew to be placed. And we, we spoke to Gino and uh, Pete Carroll and what have you. But coming off the practice field, I was walking towards that area. DK Metcalf came off the practice field. We strolled and had a nice chit-chat, a little small talk, small talk. I was, he was very tall, so I guess tall talk. Um, I, 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 I was the small talk. Right. He was the tall talk. And uh, couldn't have been nicer. And you're one of those people, too. Like you're a little bigger than people think. I, I think. Uh, oh, really? I Am I one of those guys? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, you're a, you're a full six feet. Yeah. And I don't think people give you credit for that. I think people think you're in like that 5'8". You know why? They only see my torso up. Yep. Pretty much. Yeah. So you don't know. No, they don't know. I, on this program, very rarely will you see me full body, yeah. for instance. I'm, 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 like half, I'm half a man. The only um, time that you see you seen the be. lower half is when I I put my Birkenstocks up on the table. Yes, yeah, yeah. never do that again. I don't want to see that again, yeah. guys. Not a great moment. By the way, though, we see you stand on game day. A great moment. We see you stand on game day. It's not like you look yeah. smaller yeah. compared to you know Kurt's tall and Irv's tall, and you're bigger than Mooch, right? I am. Yeah, Mooch is. But it's like when you see Steph Curry out on the court, you're like, whoa, he's small. Uh, he's six three. That's like when I met Tony Parker and Steve Nash one summer in New York, and you thought that those are small guys. And I looked up at both of them. Yeah. Yeah. Another guy that's taller than you think, Chappelle, right? Mm, it's about that size that you would think. Because you saw him this past week, right? I, I did. I did. I did. <laughs> Rich. Got to see him. Bell uh... once told me my shoes were fire. <laughs> I'm just going to come out and say it. Yeah. I'm going to come out and say it. Say what? There is a selfie video on Sheila E's Instagram page. You can <laughs> see TJ in the background. Yes. Wait, really? <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's fantastic. Yeah. Sheila wow. E's Instagram page, wow. by the way. TJ led the glamorous life the other that's night. That's not a metaphor man. for anything. Wow. Wow. Sheila E co-wrote my book, so, you know, we had a nice little reunion. Her How about that? <laughs> yeah. I don't know if Brockman's impressed. I'm impressed. <laughs> I am. I was awesome Sheila E doesn't do much for me. I'm, I'm not of a certain age. Oh, my God. Oh. 
He never led the this guy. Oh, no. I'm the youngest one in the room. Uh, what for me? So DK Metcalf's about to join us, and um, and we're gonna be uh, we're gonna turn to him. We've got what's more likely coming up shortly. We also have to go out the door a Bill Belichick press conference moment. We haven't done this in a couple of weeks. We haven't done one in a while. No, but today's is pretty good. Okay. Um, and we'll go to the phone lines uh, for a brief bit here. Uh, Nick in South Carolina has been holding on since hour number one. What's up, Nick? Hey, Rich. How you doing, buddy? Thanks for hanging on as long as you did. What's going on? Oh, yeah, man. Um, I, uh, uh, I'm i a disabled vet man. Wrote a couple things down, man, so we have bear with me here for just a second. Have at it, sir. Let's go. Brain's a little slow sometimes, man. But first off, man, let me say that um, – what you did for Henry Winkler with uh, Patrick Mahomes is uh, a prime example of uh, what an amazing human you are and uh, why you're one of my favorite people. Thanks. Yeah, man. And, and also, uh, uh, your Michigan Wolverines delivered um, one of the year's highlights for me um, <clears throat> when they embarrassed OSU on their home turf uh, and and to see you come in on Monday just um, you know all giddy like you were man of course the highlight of the show but uh, thank you um, man I got a quick question for you though man sure um, I uh, remember a few weeks ago you called Tua Elite I did sir and um, I uh, also think at some point earlier in the season you had the Dolphins projected at 12 and 5 which they are still on pace for and um I still believe uh, Tua is elite. Would you agree, sir? Of course I would. Look, elite quarterbacks have off games and off days. I mean, um, Joe Burrow, I would say, is elite. And just look at Thanksgiving, uh, Halloween night. That was dreadful for him. Uh, so, you, you, you know, elite quarterbacks have off days. And Tua definitely had one in San Francisco. And Man, I, I proffer to say um, we'll see the bounce back Sunday night. For sure. Yeah, I think that defensive line was just uh, unstoppable, man. Just you know, you got offensive linemen out, and um, but Miami's defense kept them in it for as long as they could. They did, and uh, and I think Miami's a playoff team. I don't think I'm telling any tales out of school there. And the question is, is do, do they go in with a home playoff game and a uh, division title, or do they come in as a wild card? And we'll see where they go. And I appreciate the call, and thanks for holding on and saying what you said, Nick. I still can't believe that uh, Henry Winkler and Patrick Mahomes met each other and I was the one who made it happen. This show is one of the made it happen. It's kind of weird. Because he interrupted you while we were ta- trying to talk about his award-winning program. Correct. Yeah. Do you know Patrick you know Mahomes? Do you know Patrick Mahomes? I mean, look at this. I love him. Like, what? What? Easy, Bonds. Look at those two. Look hey. at them. They're BFFs. They, 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 we should, they should be in like a, a TV show together. You know what's funny you know? though? If, if kind of doing what we do here, sometimes Rich, you like to shoot your shot with the guests when it comes to fantasy or something. Sure. And Brockman's like, ah, don't do it. Don't pitch the name. Imagine this. Imagine Henry Wickler sitting with his best friend of 50 years. And he's like, I'm about to go on the Rich Eisen show. And yeah. his friend's like, cool. And he's like, I think I'm going to ask him if he knows Patrick Mahomes. And one of his <laughs> friends like, no, no, man, don't man. say it. Don't embarrass don't do yourself. That. Don't embarrass yourself. No. He wouldn't have had that moment. See, sometimes closed mouths don't get fed, man. You ah. got to ask, even oh, if you're Henry Winkler. True. Sometimes, in order to win, you have to stop from losing. Yeah. It's true. Come on. <laughs> Jeff in Detroit, you're here on the Rich Eisen Show. What's up, Jeffrey? 
It, thank you for taking my call at this time because I can attest to everything they're saying. You make dreams come true. <laughs> <laughs> That's Laverne and Shirley. That's Laverne and Shirley. Right church, wrong pew. Same church. Rich makes dreams come true. Listen, Snoop Dogg, Deion Sant, uh, excuse me, Coach Prime now. Yes, yes. But he was Deion on your show. I got the ticket with all of these guys, and I'm like, my goodness. What's going on, fellas? Listen, what I love Rich Eisen at this time of year. You're so giddy. If you go back and look at tape, you still you got that same glow right around this town with so many intersecting stories. Yes, sir. Now, I'm just thinking about something, Rich. Josh McDaniels is kind of like Matt Patricia. It seems like they got that Bill Belichick airiness to them. And I'm wondering, are they likable? Because the team, it seems like the Raiders are doing the same thing that the Lions were doing just committing stupid penalties at the wrong time. And this team, the Raiders, has way too much talent to be producing like they are. It should be, like you said, I would have called them at least a playoff team if not going to the Super Bowl. But I honestly believe that if you play for yourself, opposed to playing for your teammates, you start, you know, it, it doesn't seem like they're disappointed about letting their teammates down because – you wouldn't do or commit the penalties that they're committing. Dumb penalties, mm-hmm. like Chris said. It's certain things. I, I honestly believe that certain coaches coach, but it's people like you that lead, man. You know what I'm saying? Look at your squad. You, TJ, all of them. Man, I remember the day. I remember when you had Chris off and you swapped out and then TJ slid in seamlessly. Everything kept running because they understood how you wanted it done and you understood what it took to get this show going. And, I mean, ever since then, you have put out one of the best products out, man. Well, I appreciate you you saying that, but, you know, and thank you for saying that. I appreciate that, Jeff. And Chris Law helped build this show, too. So let's let's not – I just want to make it known. Okay, and that was like a two-year No, 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 but I I appreciate what Jeff's having to say. So am I the – Am I the McDaniels or the Belichick of that Oof. analogy? Well, in this case, I'm definitely not going to say McDaniels. Okay. No, I don't know. I mean, where you, you know, I didn't get it right the first time, and or at the beginning. I, I, I don't know what to say. What, which one am I? You're just Rich Eisen. Thank you, sir. <laughs> Shall we uh, get to it? It's a Friday staple. Chris Brockman has a whole host of scenarios that may or may not happen this weekend. It's time for another edition of What's More Likely on The Rich Eisen Show. What's up? What? What's more likely? Never say never, but never. Okay, what do you have over there, Christopher? Hey, guys, what's up? What up, G? Happy Friday, man. Let's do this. All right, uh, NFL Sunday. It's going to be awesome. Let's start with uh, your team there, Rich. Bills are 10-point favorites, so what's more likely? Bills win by two scores or... Mike White stays hot in another Jets win. I'll say uh, Bills win by two scores. That's more likely. Uh, I'm not terribly confident about this. Last week, I was very confident that the Jets could go in and win in Minnesota. Um, I'm, 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 I would love to be wrong about this. I'd love for the Jets to surprise everybody and have a sweep over the Buffalo Bills that uh, I, I just don't know, man. Uh, I, I, it's such a tough place to play. I think the Bills have turned a corner. So what's more likely is that the Bills right the ship and due to the Jets, what they just did to the Patriots, and get ready for their game against the Miami Dolphins coming up in Week 15 on a Saturday night on NFL Network. That would be what we call Monster Big. So um, 
That's how I'm looking at it, Christopher. That's sadly what's more likely in my estimation. Rich, it's very honest and realistic of you. But I also want Mike White staying as a starting quarterback. That's what I want. I still think he's going to play well. It just may not result in a W. Yeah, I don't see the Bills tripping up here and then not getting ready, f- uh, not going in with a nice head of steam against the Dolphins. Yeah. What a big game that is. Yeah. What else, Chris? Uh, how about this one, guys? A couple of five and seven teams playing at home this week are actually favorites against teams with better records than them. Talking about, of course, the Lions and the Steelers. So which five and seven home favorite more likely to pull off the upset, Detroit or Pittsburgh? I, I, how about this? No, there's no how about this. <laughs> no, no, I'm going to give you how about this. The segment is not how about this. No, no, no. It's what's more likely. How about this? Both do it. Oh. You didn't expect that one, did Both you? Of them? Ah. Both, Both of them? Both of them. Both of them. Oh. Both of those nutty picks. Both Lies and parlay. Both of these, Lies Both of these picks? Both of them. Ooh, I'm going to just write that down real quick. Where how about that? Ryan Steelers looks like it's going to be. Uh, How about that? I went off Huntley. the board. I went off the board to use a Joker's wild phrase. Ooh. Remember that, Mikey? Yeah, I knew I got you. I know I'm talking to language. No, I'm, yeah, man. That's it. I say both do it. Ooh. Lions, Steelers, both of them. Bofa. What else? Wow. Yeah. Both of these. Might have to uh, <laughs> write that one down. All right. What's more likely to be the larger total? Okay. The larger total, guys. Are you asking me technically for a gambling? Nope, nope, nope. Maybe. Don't. don't, Okay. Uh, The larger total. (laughs) Cowboys winning margin. Yes. Cowboys winning margin. Like 40? Chiefs points scored against Denver. (laughs) Ooh. Uh, I'll go Cowboys winning margin. Denver's got a good defense, man. And they're at home. I I don't think this is going to be the cakewalk. The Chiefs win, and I think the Chiefs win by double digits, if you want me to put a finer point on it. What is it, like 24-14? I'm not going to give any... All I'm saying is, Rich, the Cowboys are 17.5 favorites. That's the largest spread we've seen this year in the NFL. So is it, so what's the, so is so it a what bloodbath? Is it what's the L- question? Larger again? total. What's yeah. larger? The Cowboys winning margin. Yeah. We saw what they did last the, week. Or, or the total points for the, the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah, Chiefs point score. I'll go Cowboys over the Texans. I'll go Cowboys over the Texans. This is one of those, man, where the Cowboys don't normally perform very well, but this right. year they, this year they're curb <laughs> stomping the people. Right. And I, think that fourth like, quarter, I think that fourth quarter against Indianapolis is going to be a nice springboard. And what about a you know, I mean, trap game, all that business? I mean, they, you, they, they've got the Eagles next, brother, coming up. Your okay. guy Pollard's going to eat this week. They, too, got the, they got the Eagles in week 16. Um, let me just make sure who they have following this one. Uh, they're at Jacksonville, so Dumb. yeah, I think we're. I think you're good. The NFC East is just destroying the A- the A- the AFC South, taking them out. It started with the Giants going yeah. for two against the Titans in Week One, and, and they're just week. destroying, destroying them all. Not, not to interrupt, but to go back to what Mike Florio said about Dallas's last five weeks. If they implode over these next five weeks with that lineup, then. They deserve. Well, they got they got this game against Houston to Jacksonville, and then they got uh, they play the AFC South three times in the in the next four weeks. The only game that they don't have against the AFC South is the game against Philadelphia at home. In between the visits to Jacksonville and Tennessee, before a visit to Washington to end the season. Look at those point totals. They're scoring forty a game with Dak back. They're killing them. They're doing well. All right, uh, Joe Burrow revenge game for the uh, Halloween massacre there against the Browns. What's more likely, uh, Nick Chubb? What's the higher total? Sorry, 
Nick Chubb rushing yards or Jamar Chase receiving Jamar yards? Jamar Chase receiving yards. I think the Bengals take care of business emphatically. Well, I'll, Emphatically. Huh? You like them by like a touchdown maybe? I, I like them emphatically. However you wish to. Um, yeah, sure. I'll do that. Oh. Uh-huh. Yeah, sure. Oh, interesting. Why not? To use the kind of ollie drop in real time. I like that. Bengals I think are- they stop the run and say, all right, Deshaun, you're, knock your rust off. <laughs> yeah, you they're know? starting to peak. What else? Uh, okay, NFC West. Uh, big matchup here. Big matchup in the NFC West. Two big games. Yes, sir. NFC West team most likely to get got at home. 49ers or Seahawks? <sighs> Seahawks aren't getting got by Carolina, man. That ain't happening. Uh, I'll go with the 49ers. Brock Purdy starting against Tom Brady. You're the one who thinks that Brady is no way is losing this game. No way losing this game. Tom Brady, it's only his second game in Santa Clara, in San Francisco. So, uh, Emotional yeah. about going Yeah, uh, absolutely. It's a more likely that San Francisco loses to Tampa. Seattle's not dropping this one. I'll tell you what, man. We got DK Metcalf coming up. Uh, I can't wait to ask him about, you know, you got the Niners right after this game against Carolina. No shot. Uh, I, I, I think they, they're, uh, I believe in them. What else, Chris? You, you think we need one more? Oh, there it is. All right, we'll get one more. By the way, Ocean's 11. It was the uh, been, 21st anniversary earlier this week. It's been on a lot. I've watched it a couple it's so times. Good. It's still oh, so God, awesome. It's so great. It's what a great so movie. Awesome. Yes. All right, let's uh, finish off with Sunday Night Football. Uh, Dolphins, Chargers. It's going to be an awesome game. Who's more likely, though, to win a playoff game this year? Tua. Tua or Herbert? Tua. I don't think the Chargers are even making it. Really? Yes. Yeah. What are you seeing out of the Chargers that makes you think that they're going to finish up strong and win games that they're supposed to and shock you and win games that they're uh, not? I think they're getting healthy, and I think Herbert's awesome. Why are you so on the Chargers against the Dolphins this weekend? I don't know. Everyone's <laughs> been accusing me in the comments of being so anti-Dolphins, so I'm kind of just leaning into it. Don't, don't do that. Uh, <laughs> I, I, let me look at the Chargers' schedule. Listen. Let's go. They got a home game against Miami this weekend and then Tennessee next. There's a, they got a Monday night game at Indianapolis. You th- how confident are you? The Chargers to beat the Colts? They should. I mean, the by Chargers. By the way, how about this by game? By the way, the Chargers how can win out. This game? How about this Chargers game? Chargers can win out. How about Baker Mayfield and the Rams oh, on in week 17? Look, anyone can win the lottery. They win. They need to, <laughs> so how about this? They need to win. The they, hold on a second. Let's, be, let's talk brass tacks. They got to win three out of their last five, right? To make the playoffs? They're six and six. You I would imagine th- they'll probably have to win four. They'll have to go four and four. Four and one. Probably. Yeah. I mean, it helps them that the Raiders just stepped all over themselves last right, night. Right, so the Raiders are now out. So it's really just... Uh, Pats- I wouldn't say that yet. The Steelers, uh, the the Steelers and the Browns. Let's see what happens with the Steelers and the Browns. Browns lose this week. Steelers win. So what's that? Six, six and, and seven. seven. So then that eliminates the Browns. And then the Patriots can, can win to get to seven and six, but it may even be, if they don't, there's a bunch of teams at six and seven. Jets lose to Buffalo; they're seven and six. Yeah, it's still pretty wide open for the seven seed, but the Chargers have an absolute Raiders path. and Browns there's are no out question. The Chargers this. have an absolute path. I just, I don't know, man. As you know, they're my number one team on the list of top five teams that you you watch them, and there's always something missing. But usually, the team with the better quarterback wins. And I just think Herbert's still that guy. Okay. What a great Sunday night game. I'm really looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to it. Good flex decision. Take a break. DK Metcalf when we come back. (laughs) 
Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices makes sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs all in before you purchase. So all the guests is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time download the game time app create an account and use my code rich for twenty dollars off your first purchase terms apply visit gametime.co for restrictions again create an account redeem my code r-i-c-h for twenty dollars off your first purchase download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people, or as you might know from their jingle, O-O-O O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just... Find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. The, you mentioned the Seattle Seahawks moments ago, Chris. Mm. Uh, interesting that you do that because we have one of the best Seahawks uh, yes. uh, on hold right now. Um, the Seahawks take on the San Francisco. At this at this point next week, we'll be talking about the Thursday night game between Seattle and San Francisco. That's a good Thursday. San Francisco's got Tom Brady at home, while the Seattle Seahawks take on the Carolina Panthers. And um, that what was what we would call a winnable game, right? So let's see what happens. Something to talk about with DK Metcalf on the Mercedes-Benz Vans phone line. Last time I saw him was coming off the practice field in Munich. How are you, DK? I'm doing pretty good. How are you doing, Rich? Well, I'm doing fine. I just hung up the phone with Buda Baker, and uh, out of respect <laughs> to him, I did not tell him I was going to speak to you later on, DK. Yes, sir. I'm th- thank you for that. <laughs> you, you're, no, you know, I mean, hey, I'm just, just, I'm just trying to be respectful of all parties and all guests on my program. You know, right. You know. How are you? How you been? I'm- Man, everything's been good. Uh, it's good to be back on the winning side. Um, you know, everything off the field is going good. On the field is going good. So, I mean, life is great right now. All right, we'll get to the off the field in a second. Uh, on the field, uh, did I see you? Did you wave for Jalen Ramsey to come travel with you last week? Did I see that on the field? Yes, yeah, sir. You saw it. <laughs> <laughs> Walk me through that one, DK. Walk me through that um, one. I know in the past years I would line up on his side and then motion away. So I just tried to give him a heads up, like, hey, I'm going over here in case you wanted to come over here and join me. (laughs) (laughs) I wanted wanted him to follow me the whole game. Right. And how did he take that wave? How did he take that? Uh, He he threw his hands. I'm like, oh, you traveling again. You motioning away again. But, you know, I ain't. 
I really didn't care. Um, just as long as he knew how I was feeling. Did he laugh at that at some point, or no? Not really. He didn't. Uh, no, nah, I don't think he laughed. I don't think he took uh, took that as a joke. Mm. <laughs> was that a planned thing, or you just like that just came out of you? Just like, hey, oh, come no, on. That was just in the moment. Like, I love it. I heard the play, and I knew I was going to motion away. So I knew as soon as Geno sent me in motion, that's what I was. That's how I felt. Like, come on, I'm I'm on your ass all day. That's basically how I felt. <laughs> that is unbelievable. I don't think I've ever seen that. I don't think I – is that the first time you've ever done that? How about that? Yes, sir. Okay. Okay. Walk me through the game winner, too. The game winner for you last week. Yes, sir. What happened, um, if you don't well, mind? Uh, you know, Geno, Shane – uh, the O line, everybody that was that was in that drive up um got us down to the eight yard line. Um and that was well executed, you know, on Shane's part, on everybody else's part, you know, um that was in on offense. Uh I know Marquise and Tyler called big passes to get down there. Uh, the O line was blocking their ass off. Um and so Shane called a boot and uh he gave me outside leverage so I just took the inside route. Um, you know, fought him off a little bit and then just threw my hand up because I, want, I wanted the ball. And touchdown. And uh, obviously that's a dub that, that you needed. Uh, what's your relationship? Well, I, I know what your relationship is, so let me rephrase that. You and Gino um, and how you've been able to connect this year. Um, it's not obviously your first rodeo. He's been on the team. But this is, this is a big year for him. Uh, and right. he's been big this year. Uh, yes, what, what have you seen? from him um, and you? I mean, I've seen everything translate from the practice field to the game field and, you know, to how he lives his life. He he looks at this as a second opportunity, you know, um, you know, to write his own story. And he's doing it, you know, exceptionally well with, um, you know, the, everybody uh, supporting him around, um, you know, the building from coaches to staff members to players. Um, and it's just been fun to watch because I know my rookie year, he got here at the same time I did. And just to see, you know, the growth that he's had, uh, you know, learning from Russ, learning from Shadi, learning from Shane and every everybody else, and then just adding his own spice, you know, to the game. Um, and, you know, how he carried himself has just been, been fun to watch. Have you been in contact with Russ at all uh, lately? Oh, yes, sir. I talked to him uh, Tuesday. Okay. And uh, what, what, how, how often do you connect with your old quarterback, DK? Uh, I talk to him at least once a week. Once a week. What's yes, if you don't mind me prying the, the nature of the conversation? Uh, what What do you guys talk about? Uh, I mean, it's pretty much just checking in with each other, making sure uh, you know both both of us are doing fine mentally. And uh, he just tells me once a week, uh, you know, you don't have to prove anything to anybody. You're already special. Um, and me basically just saying the same thing to him is uh, he's already validated. Uh, you know, he's already won you know a plethora of games, and he's already you know won a Super Bowl, already been All Pro. So he ha- he doesn't have anything to prove to anybody. Just go out there and be Russ. So we just try to reiterate that to each other uh, once a week. I got to be honest with you, DK. I always am. Uh, the knives are out for him. I mean, the, the criticism his way, and I understand there's a, a you know, you one can criticize what you see on film, all 22 X's and O's, but it, somebody's got the knives out for him saying that half his birthday party is empty and, you know, people aren't there coming and, 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 and his defensive, one of his defensive teammates appear to be barking at him. What, what do you think is happening? Do you guys talk about that? What do you think is happening? 
Uh, I try to stay away from all the all the negativity, uh, you know, surrounding him because I don't know him for for being a negative person or being, you know, in any negative light. Uh, he's been right. a, a very inspirational person to me and been a, a big brother to me and took me under his wing. So I have number respect, um, you know, for him. And you know, I know he's gonna turn it around. So I'm not even gonna speak negativity into the situation or or anything, you know, uh, negative surrounding him because I know what type of person he is and what type of quarterback he is and you know he's going he's going to overcome it and uh you know adversity never lasts lasts long around him so um i'm looking forward for him to uh turn around what was it like seeing bobby wagner last week too but dk what was that like uh that was good that was a fun game because we start barking at each other a little bit uh during the third quarter and, and turn the game up a little bit but that was a fun game just to play against bobby and be on the other side of it except for uh you know just in practice yeah you didn't wave for him to come along did you i didn't no, see that no <laughs> no i wasn't <laughs> uh waiting for him to come over but uh oh, we had man. a couple run plays where i had to go block him and you know i tried to let him know i was there a little bit okay okay <laughs> how do you take that how do you take uh, that he, he didn't say nothing to me i turned my back and ran, ran away my gosh all right dk um i gotta bring this up since we haven't spoken uh the cart you know the cart what i'm talking about the cart you know oh the, yeah okay my cart yeah <laughs> what, what 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 happened did you go up to the cart and ask for a ride to to take care of your business nah. or like what happened what happened i would never cart? ask for a ride to the locker room but okay. you but know what, what happened people people never ask for money too but when when you present it to me, I'm not gonna say no to it. So I came off the field. Yeah. Um. I had come off the the field uh, like two plays, three plays before that. Yes. And I told my coach like, "Hey, I got to take a number two. Like it's not looking good." And then we got a first down and got closer to the red zone. So I was like, "You know what? I'll I'll hold it." So yes. we end up scoring, and I come back to the sideline, yes. and the trainer and the head trainer and the head equipment guy was like, "Hey, there's a cart down there, ready to take you into the locker room to go to the bathroom because." We're playing in Detroit, and it is a hike from the locker room to the field. And plus, we we're on the other side. So I was like, you know what? You can't, you can't miss an opportunity like this. So, you know, up the tunnel I went, and the rest is history. <laughs> I left, just, just know I left my mark in Detroit. <laughs> DK, you gave a scare to everybody who loves you and roots for you. I mean, you know, seeing you carded, we're like, wait a minute, what's going on? And then what a relief, you know, right. to, to use another analogy uh, as well. I mean, did you have people after the game saying, what the hell did you do that for? Just walk Everybody after the game was like, bro, don't scare us like that. <laughs> I was not. I wasn't worried. So y'all shouldn't be worried. But I, I watched the video and I wasn't smiling on the way to the locker room. So that's probably why everybody was was a little worried. Yeah, I mean, we 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 saw the tweet. You're like that that clinch walk wouldn't have made it. That's what nah. you. That's what you tweeted. <laughs> and we were wearing white that game, so it definitely would have <laughs> DK Metcalf keeping it real as he always does here on the Rich Eisen show. Uh, let's talk a little off the field. Uh, last time we spoke, you were you, you know we, we were talking about acting. Uh, I don't know have, have you been able to advance anything on that front at all for yes, you? Sir, I'm still uh, you, you know taking acting classes. Uh, I got an acting practice tonight. Uh, okay. After practice. 
um, and just waiting until the off season hits so I can, you know, get back on the ground running and uh, see if I can land a few more roles, uh, you know, this off season. But, I love that. Uh, something, something's definitely in the works uh, for sure. I love that. So, what, what does an acting class look like? Are you taking with others? Is it a private lesson? I mean, is this DK Metcalf strolls into an acting class in in, uh, in Seattle, in the greatest Seattle area? It's me, me and my coach on Zoom. Uh, is one on one, and okay. she basically sends me a script, and I have to read through it and build out a character and build out his backstory um, and just basically ends up to uh, a big last scene that I have to read with, you know, emotions going high, low, from anger to happiness to him finding himself. So, I mean, it's a lot of working through emotions and trying to find, you know, the right tone to use. And it's it's been fun because, you know, I like research and I like building things out from scratch. So, sure. um yeah, it's been just a fun, uh, fun thing outside of football, just to uh, keep me busy and just, just to keep uh, working to improve on. I love it. That's great. So you do zooms that, and then uh, you'll take care, uh, you know, uh, against Carolina. So um, you, you've you've been on uh, playoff teams before, um, and you've got a huge Thursday nighter just after this one as well against San Francisco, where you can you can take uh, a nice step towards winning this division. And I'm sure you've seen that they're on their third string quarterback. How, how has that landed in your locker room? I know you take it one at a time, but that one's right around the corner for you. DK. Yes, sir. Um, yeah. Like you said, man, we haven't looked too far past the Carolina Panthers because they have a very good defense and uh, they're a team that plays real hard. So we're not looking past them, but um, you know, if, if we can talk Monday after the Thursday night game, I, I got you. I mean, okay. After the Sunday game, but uh, for sure, I'm not. I haven't uh, paid in too much attention to the 49ers yet. Uh, okay, DK Metcalf. Well, I always appreciate you taking the time, staying after um, you know practice to to chat with the program. It was great to see you in Munich. How great was that environment? That game. Oh uh, yeah, that was fun. Uh, it was real fun. The fans were oh, into it the whole game, singing. They had me singing on the field, so it was just a, a fun environment. And it was my first time out the country, so yeah, it was a, it was a good experience for me. Yeah, well, DK Metcalf, always a great experience for us when you when you're when you're on the program. Thanks again, and, and look for more of my calls. I always appreciate it. Yes, sir. I appreciate you. You have a good day. Right back at you, DK Metcalf, right here on the Rich Eisen Show. Uh, always fun. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> How funny was that about the cart? My cart. <laughs> We're playing Detroit. My it's cart. a hike to the bathroom. <laughs> it's a hike. I left it's my mark hike. in Detroit. That's right. It's, no, a hike. it's way up the ramp in there. Oh, it's a hike. It's a big MG. <laughs> those locker, those locker ones in Detroit—they're rough. <laughs> and he goes, and plus we were wearing white pants. So, oh, and the white pants thing made me laugh. <laughs> and he's just like, yeah, I'm not, I'm, I'm not talking about next week. He said he said he'll call back in this season. I know, so, you know, I know. We got that going for us. Ken in Vegas. Let's take this phone call right here on the Rich Eisen Show. What's up, Ken? Hey, Rich, how you doing? Thanks for calling in. We love being on in Vegas. Love it. Love, love, love. What's going on? All right, I'm a big loss. I mean, I'm a big 49ers fan. Yes. So this is my question. I need you to put on your GM hat for me, Rich, for one second. Right. So preseason before season was all Trey Lance talk. And then once Trey Lance goes down, now it's all all Jimmy G. Jimmy G makes the team better. I think Chris Brockman said that Jimmy makes the team better. So if Brock Purdy goes and wins the Super Bowl, mm. what does the 49ers do then? At that uh, I know Jimmy G may be a free agent, but what do you do at quarterback if Brock Purdy goes and wins the Super Bowl? Here's yes. what I'm doing. Oh, my goodness. Oh, Hit the music. Oh, baby. Ken? Oh. 
Oh, okay, we're digging. So the radio station, Rich is turning around. Rich is He's getting the crystal ball. The crystal ball out. And putting this it on the desk. This is why I have a crystal ball. We have a crystal ball. So what's your question again? Is if 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 the if the if the forty nine? We're not going to the spa. What is this? Go, okay, if, Ken, so if the forty nine is if Brock Purdy wins the Super Bowl, what happens? If, right. Yes. Do you okay. sign Jimmy G back? Do you trade Trey Lance? Do you sign Brock Purdy? What do you do? Uh, here's what I do. Uh, I'm looking in the crystal ball right here, and I see Brock Purdy winning the Super Bowl, Whoa. and I see him becoming one of the biggest superstars in the history of the National Football League because of it. <laughs> and I see the San Francisco 49ers having Brock Purdy start the next season with Jimmy G elsewhere. And Trey Lance backing him up. Oh wow! Whoa, oh, that's what I'm seeing in the crystal see ball. That? I have a crystal ball. What if Brock Purdy wins the Super Bowl? What are they going to do? Say thanks, you're <laughs> back. You're back as the as the backup, and we're going to go with he'll become the Mike White to Trey Lance's Zach Wilson. A million percent. Are you kidding? What if or the Jets? Be, I'm looking in Nick Foles I'm looking, to Carson. Wentz. I'm looking in the crystal ball. And I'm seeing Mike White winning the Super Bowl for the New York Jets this year. Do I see Zach Wilson starting for them next year? No. I see me passed out drunk on the floor. Rich, That's I wanna, what I see in the I want to take ball. you back to a year ago when I said, what if Jimmy Garoppolo wins the Super Bowl for the 49ers? And you said, they would say thanks, Jimmy. It's Trey Lance's team. Did I say that? Did I really say that? Repeatedly. Did I really say that? He did. If he wins the Super Bowl? Yeah. Repeatedly. That team wasn't going to the Super Bowl last what year. What do you mean? They were one play away. Yeah, I know. They were close. Mm. Uh, it's still Brock Purdy's team. Different story. <laughs> That's what I see in the Crystal Bowl. Brock Purdy's team. Nobody knew who he was. Like a week so ago. you guys didn't think right. I would have the crystal ball. No, again, I didn't think no, that, that was fast. nice. That was Luckily, nice. Luckily, so I Trey have Lance a crystal ball. Leave it. Trey Lance, Lance comes back desk. after all of that, after giving up all those picks to get him, and you annoy him. Your guy and he gets hurt. It's and Rock, you say, Brock Purdy wins the Super Bowl. This thing's a, this thing's a wrap. If Jimmy G won the Super Bowl last year, I still think they would have told him thanks for the memories. Oh, unreal. <laughs> that thing was over. It me, was over. Let me tell you what's not going to happen. He said goodbye. He said Bowl. goodbye after losing the NFC Championship game, Chris. He said goodbye. He knew the writing on the wall. That writing was on the wall in big block letters like red rum they, dripping off the walls uh, in San Francisco's facility. Everyone Stafford knew it. them a pick and they just dropped it and then they went on to lose the game. I mean, geez, it was there right there it. for them. I'm so glad I have a crystal ball. I was able to answer that question. Argentina won nothing. I know, right? Oof. All right, let's take a break here on the Rich Eisen Show. And let's go into uh, the weekend with uh, one of my favorite segments, Bill Belichick press conference moment. Oh, yeah. oh we haven't done it in a while. It's been a while. It's been too long. Too long. I'm going to put the crystal ball away now. <laughs> Battle Creek, Michigan, 1963. Kellogg's and Post, sworn cereal rivals, race to create a pastry that will change the face of breakfast forever. A wildly imaginative tale of ambition, betrayal, and menacing milkmen, sweetened with artificial ingredients. Unfrosted stars Jerry Seinfeld in his directorial film debut. It features a supporting cast of comedy greats, including Melissa McCarthy, Jim Gaffigan, Hugh Grant, Amy Schumer, Max Greenfield, Christian Slater, Sarah Cooper, Bill Burr, and many more. Streaming right now on Netflix. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, 
Quick strategic thinking is crucial, and with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. It's great having Buda Baker on earlier today. I, I talked with him uh, about the Patriots' offense and what he's seeing because mm-hmm. I was hunting and pecking to see what a lead pipe-wielding, bona fide, all-pro safety thinks of this offense that has been highly criticized for its simplicity. Even Kendrick Bourne was talking about it, coming off the loss to the Buffalo Bills. Even he was, even actual Patriots are saying, hey, you know, third downs, people are knowing what we're doing. I'm kind of paraphrasing here. A bit. I know, Chris, this is um, uh, third rail conversation. I've had a week. <laughs> You've had a week. I'm sorry to bring it up. I've had a week. You know, good in, in the uh, in the in the aftermath of Xander Bogarts joining us as a Southern California resident, along then, with Mookie and Betts, I, and then I started Derek Carr in fantasy last yeah, night. Yeah, it's been it's been it's been a it's, it's, been, a it's, rough, been, it's been a minute. Rough and then Messi days. didn't score just now. Uh, when we needed but at any rate, we we have, as you know, Matt Patricia calling the plays, the offensive coordinator, longtime defensive assistant yep. and defensive minded former head coach of the. Detroit Lions. That brings Chris Joy. So Vance Joseph was asked, he's the defensive coordinator of the Arizona Cardinals, what he's seeing. Because when I asked this of Buda Baker, he didn't take any shots or say anything that could be viewed as critical because he's like, hey, I see the quarterback. And he mentioned Ramondre Stevenson called him number 38. I mean, that is his number. Number 38. That's the number of business decisions he forces per game. (laughs) Anyway, this is Vance Joseph. The defensive coordinator of the Arizona Cardinals analyzing the Patriots' offensive scheme. I see an offense that's uh, running the football well. You know, it's a very conservative pass game. You know, lots of screens, all kind of screens. Um, it's like a defensive guy's calling offense. You know, he's <laughs> it's how a defensive guy will call offensive plays, right? You know, let's 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 not turn the ball over. Let's let's get four yards of play and you know try to burn clock. And that's what they're doing. You know, and that's what he's going to do on Monday night. He's going to be patient. You know, maybe take a shot here. You know, from time to time. But for the most part, it's, it's running game. It's quick game and it's screens. You know, so that's that means a defensive guy. That's what he's that's what he's doing. He's calling like a defensive guy would call plays. And he, and he knew as he was saying it how yeah, it would be viewed yeah. as being critical because it's yeah. a third rail subject in the Boston area and the sure. New England area and Patriot Nation. But he's not wrong. If you have a defensive minded player, a coach who's thinking conservatively and yeah. don't turn it over, don't take risks, that's kind of it. That kind of hits the nail directly on the head of what has been criticized of this offense. Mm-hmm. And he's kind of not wrong, right? I, I, I hadn't heard that, so I was expecting him to be trash talking. No, it's but not. It's kind really of wasn't. spot on. As we know, the the quick passing game sucks. Bleeping sucks. That's what. And, and, <laughs> so. and, 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 you're referring to Mac Jones being caught by the Amazon cameras one week ago last yeah, night, yeah. screaming about throw the damn ball. Yeah. The quick game effing sucks. Yeah, and. Everybody thought, lip readers were thought he was talking about the running game. But again, Ramondre Stevenson is really terrific. Does not suck. 
Like, you want him running the ball. You want him coming out of the backfield because he's big and people don't want to hit him and tackle him. Buda Baker confirmed that. He says he's seeing all sorts of film of colleagues of his across the NFL landscape turning down the opportunity (laughs) to hit him and tackle him. So, this was brought to Bill Belichick's attention today. And that brings us... (laughs) To this edition, it's been a long while since we've done it. It's been a long time. We don't shine shoes no more, but we do love putting this together for you. It is today's Bill Belichick press conference (laughs) moment. Today's Bill Belichick press conference moment. Well, we prefer to win. Bill, yesterday, uh, Vance Joseph described your offense as looking like a defensive guy is calling it. Not asking you to speak for him, but... Do you agree with the premise that an offense can operate, as he described it, like a defensive coach would want, prioritizing time of possession and avoiding turnovers, more conservative style? Yeah, I don't know. Like whatever he said, he said, so. Great. Ask him about it. Wow. It's been a while. What a, what a stirring return yeah. to the Rich Eisen show Great lineup. rousing return. By today's Bill Belichick uh, press conference moment. Because he knows what's being inferred. The inference is just screaming at you like a like a a, a big, huge headline yeah. in the Boston Globe. Jesus. Bill chose a defensive-minded guy to call plays in the second year for Mac Jones. He has not looked at all like the quarterback last year. He's barking about the quick game sucking and a defensive coordinator who they're going against saying it looks to me like a defensive coach is calling plays. Mm -hmm. This is the former HC of the Denver Broncos, who, as we all know, got bounced. You know? Damn! (laughs) That's coming up on Monday night. And you can listen to the NFL and the NFL app on the Odyssey app on westwoodonesports.com via Westwood One Station streams or by asking Alexa to open Westwood One Sports, sponsored by AutoZone. At least we're not terrible in the red zone. Oh, wait. (laughs) 31st in red zone scoring. Six and six, brother. And by the way, it's a game on Monday that's winnable. It's huge. And then you got the Raiders. Which, who knows? Dude, we just saw last night that it's it's one big shrug emoji. Go for it. Who knows? Unreal. You know? And I spoke to uh, David Andrews for uh, the offensive lineman for Monday Night Football. And I asked him, are you going back? Because, you know, you got a short week, Arizona and then Vegas. Yeah. And they're staying, uh, no, they're, they're staying out in Arizona. Jed Fish, former Patriot assistant, is uh, hosting him. Oh, cool. The University of Arizona. Nice. So, Probably smart. Probably a smart move. Well, the alternative is what Belichick gets 53 tickets for the Blue Man Group. I mean, <laughs> that's not happening. I mean, there's rooms available. There's rooms available? Yeah, I mean. So, I mean, talk about. Do still have a residence? Dude, that could have been potentially 7-6 and six versus 6-7. Six and seven. Belichick and McDaniels and the Raiders totally blew it. Totally blew, blew it. it. Instead, no, it's going to be them on the line. The Patriots could hammer a nail in the coffin. Because yeah. 8 and 9 is not making the playoffs in the AFC. That's a fact. No, I think it's first to 10. 
Feels like it. I think so, too. Feels like it. I think so, too. The yeah. Chargers and the Dolphins Chargers, this weekend. Cats, Holy crap. Cats, all kind of so many great games. Jets and Bills, obviously. And then five and seven teams. Lions staying alive against the Vikings. The Steelers trying to get back to 500. Man. Fun stuff. Yeah. Thanks to Buda Baker and DK Metcalf and Mike Florio. Have a great weekend, everybody. Yeah. Enjoy the World Cup, Heisman Trophy, so much more. We'll talk about it all on Monday.